Hey, Rockers, here at Radio Bypass, we love to play some of our favorite songs from the past, but we also love to bring new rock bands to your attention as well. Joining me on Radio Bypass today is a man who is the lead singer for a new band called Asphalt Valentine. Please welcome Joe Flint. How are you, Joe? I'm doing very well, Ralph. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, no problem. Thanks for uh, being available to come on. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, doing as good as we can with this COVID-19 going around, but um, we're all hanging in there, right? We are, yeah. It's it's, it's disrupted um, not only our personal lives, but, you know, the the industry as a whole and other industries as well. And, you know, we, we're all getting through it and, um, you know, we're, we're kind of using the time appropriately to, to write some new music and just taking the time that we've been granted to while we're not able to play out. And then when this is all over, we're going to get back out there and um, see some faces and, and rock the stages. So we're excited when all this is over. Right. Yeah, we all are. I can't wait to get out and see some live music again. Um, so Asphalt Valentine, you guys are based in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you are relatively new to our audience here and to me. Um, we did play a song of yours called Twisted Road, which is the title track of your new album that we want to talk about a couple of weeks ago. Um, so tell us about the band. How, how did you come together? And, and it looks like from what I understand, maybe you have been together for a few years, but recently reunited or something like that well uh yeah so yeah we are relatively new to a lot of audiences um we have been around for a long time uh you know we it wasn't a reuniting uh with this new record it was more just a um let's get together and and really go forward with with creating all this great music that we had in place but uh kind of the starts of us you know i would say really began back in the you know 2005 2006 era and we released our first record with uh, bill shavis on shavis records in 2009 who is now the owner of the label that we're on high vol music um, you know, we did a few things since then, an EP, a few singles, but, um, you know, we weren't really pounding the ground like we used to when we were newer. Um, and we really just wanted to come together and, and instead of doing singles and EPs, just, we, we wanted to do a full record because, you know, we're seeing a lot of bands aren't doing that anymore. Right. Doing more of the EPs and, and singles, and it's easy to fall into that trap. But I think there's still an audience for, you know, a good full length. So we got excited and we wanted to do that. Got it. Got it. And obviously that's what this record is. Now, I saw something about um, one of the songs on the album, The Only. Mm -hmm. Had you recorded that before or is this a new recording of it? Had you done it before? I was not 100% sure. Yeah. So the only, um, you know, we, we did that, um, originally, and I think released that back in 2017 as a single. And, uh, we did a little video for it. It's it's just something we did on our own. And the project was more for a, uh, if you've watched the video, uh, there's a guy who's doing a lot of mountain climbing and he's going through the Andes mountains. He was actually a good friend of mine from high school who contacted me while he was hiking 
the Andes Mountains on foot by himself and said he had some poetry in his head and he wanted to see if I could write a, a song for him. So that's kind of how that started and began writing it. I thought it was just really good. And, you know, he, he loved it. Uh, so we decided to put it out there, but we didn't do a lot of marketing behind it. So that's why we decided to, um, put it on the record because we thought it was a good fit for the overall dynamic of the record. Um, because with this new one, there's a lot of different songs. You're not going to hear the same song over and over again. You're going to hear, you know, the, the only, which is, you know, it, it's a hard rocking, but it's not fast. It's, it's pretty melodic and um, you, you'll hear a lot of different things. So we thought it was a good fit and that's why we put it on there. So um, it, it didn't gain a lot of traction because we did it ourselves and did a lot of marketing. So we, we still think it's, uh, you know, something that people can still discover. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I got to hear a little bit of that song about 30 seconds worth. It sounded good. I'm looking forward to hearing the whole thing in its entirety so you guys have been around in atlanta then for a while you guys have a music scene there is there places to play as um, an original band you know yeah and, and there you go that's the key is, is <laughs> as the original band um uh, you know i wouldn't say as much today as there was you know maybe five years ago um you know a, a lot of the 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 local uh, bars and, and stuff they they cater to more of the 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 tribute bands and the cover bands now and we get it we understand um but it, there are still some places to play there's live music we don't do atlanta a whole lot we try to keep it to maybe you know two three times a year um just so that we don't oversaturate but so pe there are still places to play and people will still come out and I think they enjoy it more when you're not out there every other weekend, you know, playing. So, right. uh, you know, what we'd like to do is try to to branch out and and uh, go play more out for in and around the states and even up the, the East Coast. And uh, we, we found a lot of success with the Midwest and, and East Coast. So we really like to uh, we really like to jump in the band, get together and, and, and go driving and go see people and see what other cities are like. Do you, do you find it fairly easy to line up shows? Well, you know, it, I wouldn't say it's fairly easy, <laughs> uh, especially when you're talking about, you know, well, gas prices are great right now, but <laughs> historically right. <laughs> you're talking about a conversion van, uh, you know, from the early nineties pulling, you know, thousands of pounds worth of gear, um, getting 10 miles to the gallon. So, right. you know, uh, getting, getting the guarantees to get you from town to town is a little difficult, but you know, we always do something that makes sense. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose, and that's just the part of the deal. And, uh, we, it's still important to get out there and do it as much as we can. So, mm -hmm. um, Again, as we started this conversation with the with the whole pandemic thing right now, obviously we can't you know do that. But once this is over, that's really going to be our focus. Got it. Yeah, I was just kind of curious about that because here I'm in Chicago, and here um, 30 years ago we had a vibrant music scene for original acts, and now that's fairly whittled down. There's very few places to be an original act lots of places to be a cover act but very few mm -hmm. to be an original and then even when you can get those dates you know the money's not 
that significant if you've got to travel to go get it. You know, if you're local, right. it's okay. But, and that's why I was wondering, a band like yours, you know, if that is difficult to get out and play, because we all know, you know, tours are hard to come by and, uh-huh. and, uh, and there's a lot of expenses involved in traveling. So, you know, I was just wondering how you get, you know, get out there if you're able to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair enough question because you're exactly right. And to tell you the truth, we've driven through Chicago several times and we haven't actually played there. And it's one of the places I want to play. I think when you when you're setting up shows for bands of our caliber, um, what we'll find is the bigger cities are ones that we're going to avoid a little bit more because the guarantees aren't really there. Once you start going in those outer suburbs um, and even rural towns, that's actually where bands like us will do a little bit better because um, there's a, there's a, a need for, for bands and they will pay because it's kind of like the only thing to do. Um, so it's, it's not really, if we can secure those gigs, it's, it's very viable and it's a lot of fun too, because, you know, you, you'll go out and, um, you know, we, I think in 2010, we drove through Chicago and, uh, went all the way up and we went to Minnesota and the sign on the, on the town said population 300 and right. I'll be damned if all 300 people weren't there, you know? So, and, and you'll get paid on those. Some you won't, you know, and you'll have to play some of the bigger cities and we, we want to do those too, to, to get the message out. But, you know, it's, you gotta be strategic. You know, when you do these tours, you're going to lose some money sometimes and sometimes you'll break even and sometimes you'll make some money. So uh, it's just, you know, making sure you don't lose every time you're going out. Yeah, right. You can't you can't stay in business that way. That's for sure. Right, right. And the break even is probably even hard to come by, though. I I would think a lot of them probably you know ma- making money for the musicians themselves. That's always the toughest part. I think you know a lot of times yeah. you can make enough to cover paying for sound, transportation, maybe a hotel room, but then having money left over for the guys performing the music, that's not always easy to do. Right. Right. And, and, you know, and that's not just about the shows either. I mean, that goes with the whole recording process and, uh, you know, doing music videos. I mean, this, this record that we just put out, it wasn't cheap. And, you know, somebody might say, well, why would you do it? Well, because we love it. Um, you know, that's what we do. It's, it's kind of what's in our hearts. So to us, you know, we haven't made any money doing this. Um, not to say that we're not good enough by any stretch of the imagination. There's just a lot of competition out there and, you know, it's, it, there's a lot to get through to break through. And, you know, for us, um, it's just what we love to do. We are kind of egotistical in that sense that when we, do something we want to do something right and we think that it sounds good and we won't put it out until it sounds very good you know something that that you know we think that people will really enjoy and to us that's just a blast when we get people who listen to it and say this is really good so you know obviously we want to make money but um you know the at the end of the day <laughs> we're going to make records and write because that's what we do right of course yeah, that's 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 the good that's the right attitude. And then did this record um I know the release date was at the end of February, so did it make it out like in physical form before all this COVID craziness took hold? 
Yeah, actually, so it was it was actually really good planning on our label, who when they release it on February twenty eighth, they only did it on physical copy. Okay. And uh, you know, he waited a month to do it on digital, and uh, in the first two days, Amazon was already calling him for more orders. So we had sold out in the first you know two days which I thought was phenomenal for us who are still, even though we've been around getting people to discover us. So right. that was exciting. And uh, we've done that a couple of times with, with the Amazon. So there are physical copies and they were out and I did talk to our label and he's more doing the uh, physical copies from the label. So you can still get those there. Um, you know, but once this is all over, uh, we understand that we're in a digital world right now. Um, you know, it's just kind of the way it is, but I think what we'll do is, is try to offer people something they can't get on digital, which is obviously autographs and and things like that. Try to do something special to get the people, um, a full length record, peel back the cellophane, open the CD, read the lyrics, look at the pictures. And, um, I think there's still a lot of people out there who want to do that. I think so too, at least in my circle anyway, cause I'm, I'm a physical guy all the way. I download songs, uh, for convenience sometimes, uh, to be able to play them on the podcast. It's just easy. They're already digitized. It's easy to do, but for my personal collection, I end up buying, I, I, Sadly for me, I guess, but maybe good for the musicians. Hopefully they get a little bit more money because a lot of times I'm buying the download and I'm buying the physical because I still, I'm old school, I guess. I still like to read the liner notes. I like to know what studio that was recorded at, who engineered it, who produced it, who wrote the songs. And then if a band gives us lyrics, of course, I always love that. You know, you don't get that with every release, but when the lyrics are included, I love that because that's always been, for some reason, one of my favorite things in music besides it being hard and heavy I like but I also always like lyrics and so for me physical is the only way to go <laughs> well that's definitely what we did with this one we did lyrics we, we we wanted that because um you know what we're seeing in this this era is people doing the downloads for for digital and I can't blame them because I do it as well you know so it's not something that you know we uh, you know, despise people, you know, doing the downloads. Like I said, we do it and we offer it on there, but we know that there's a market out there for it. And it's not just the U.S. I think that there's a, if we limit ourselves from doing those physical CDs, there's a whole nother market across the pond over in Europe that really does like CDs still too. So um, that's kind of the marketing plan. And, and uh, you know, we, we want to, kind of introduce ourselves into not only us but but other markets and, and see what they think about it and does your label have international distribution set up he's working on it <laughs> so uh and i know we've, we we i know we get some orders um when we did stuff on our own uh the last where we didn't have a label i would get orders and um it was it was difficult to to mail those internationally and um so once we secure that i think we'll we'll be in good shape but uh that is the plan i don't know when that will happen but uh i think it's in the works gotcha 
And and um, since you're you know a new band for for a lot of us, who are some of your influences? What what kind of music is your guys into? Well, we have a lot of influences. I mean, we all. I think that's what's made us kind of a just something that we've been together for so long for because we all enjoy each other's different musical taste. And, um, you know, we got old school, um, guitar players who just stones and, and Aerosmith all the way. I got a thrash dude who's just Metallica anthrax and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I like the punk rock and, you know, we all like the eighties and, it's uh we have a lot of different stuff i mean so um we take a lot of the old school uh there's a lot of newer bands out that that we really dig too uh, um you know one of them hardcore superstar i don't know if you've heard of them I have a lot not. Of swedish, yeah a lot of swedish bands out there that that are really doing it right you know they're they're combining that old school rock sound with 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 the newer um, melodic edge which is you know kind of what we're geared towards Gotcha. Gotcha. We got some good influences there for sure. Yeah. And then you got uh, two guitars. So do you guys have um, a lot of twin guitar parts or? Well, uh, our rhythm guitar player, he's more of the, um, you know, he's more rhythm. He he can play some leads and when he does them, they're more the, the real bluesy type stuff. So that's kind of how they complement each other. You know, we got real blues based, hard rock guitar with somebody who's a little bit more on the harder side and can play a little bit more technical. So there's not a lot of the dual, um, you know, solos going on and things like that, but they definitely complement each other. And we have the two guitar players because they never play the same thing. So that's why when you hear this record, you'll hear a lot of the guitars and, and how they're pushing and pulling. And if you really listen to the left and the right sides, it's really interesting to see, what one does and what the other does. So we try to make it interesting as possible. Cool. Cool. Okay. Well, is there any, what, what haven't I asked you? What else should we know about asphalt Valentine? Well, uh, I guess if you want to visit us on, uh, social media, we got the, the, the Facebook site, uh, that's what we're most active on. Uh, we got our.com site, asphaltvalentine.com. We're about to be, rebranding and relaunching that very soon um, because we will have some some new content out there as far as uh, you know blogs and, and we have some new merchandise such as t-shirts and hats and uh, we also just wrapped up a video for Twisted Road that we filmed just before all this COVID-19 went down so <laughs> it gave our uh uh, our video production company some time to really, you know, edit it because they weren't doing much else. So right. we've seen, we've seen the final cut and that's going to be coming out. So we're, we're, when that comes out, we'll be having that on social media, YouTube and all that stuff. So we're, we're really excited about it. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, um, and if people want to get the record right now, you said Amazon's carrying it. Yep. And are you doing yep. any direct orders off your asphaltvalentine.com site? So asphaltvalentine.com is not doing the direct orders right now, but when we relaunch, we should be doing that. If you want a direct order, you can still go to the label, uh, which is high volume music. I think it's um, 
hbmmusic.com. So you can still get physical copy there if you want, which is, you know, obviously better for us and the label because you're buying it direct. Right. Um, but obviously if you want to download, we're on iTunes and you can still do the downloads from Amazon and, and we're on Spotify and, and all that. So whatever way you listen to it and rock out is the best way for you to listen to it and rock out. <laughs> Got it. Okay. And so, as I told you, I only have played Twisted Road so far. What song should be the next song I play? Is I'm going to play a song along with our interview here. What should be the next song I play from this record? Well, uh, it, it, it kind of depends on uh, the mood that you're in. So if you want uh, a ballad, um, I think our next single is probably going to be the song Saving. Uh, it's It's kind of a really big kind of ballad powerful um other than that one the other two that i would suggest is the last track off the record called rain and um another one called shamefully uh those, those two tracks are, are pretty rocking and got some really cool dynamics to them okay sh- shamefully you said for this last one right mm-hmm. okay okay awesome maybe i'll just play all three of them with this interview <laughs> <laughs> Just be careful of the song I Don't Care because there's a lot of F-bombs in that one. So um, don't know what you play on the on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah, I, I, I play a little bit of everything. So sometimes, yeah, I've had some like that. I just uh, I just go with it. But I, I make sure that I in, in, in the iTunes directory, I just list it as ex, an explicit show. So hopefully I won't get yeah, in trouble I, that I, way. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're trying to fix that. In the iTunes stuff, it says all of our songs are explicit, which is not correct. Right. So it's yeah, we we we're not like that. We've only got one song uh that, that's really kind of explicit and just cuz the F bombs and that's all. But uh well, that's th- the only one. thanks for the warning. So there you go folks, when you hear these songs, you know, if you got your kids with you, take them away. <laughs> Cover their ears. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, I actually did that uh, when we we played a show uh, up in Ohio back in October, and uh, there was a it was an outdoor show, and we were playing that song. There was a little girl, and I had to rearrange everything, and uh, it was it was kind of funny. And she, they knew what I was doing, but uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. gotta well, gotta know your audience. Just use the word funk instead, I guess. <laughs> right or just pause i think that's what i did (laughs) (laughs) there you go there you go i I bleep myself (laughs) that's funny okay well joe i appreciate you coming by and uh telling us about your band i am looking forward to hearing the whole record which i will do over the course of the next few days and um we'll get some of these songs included in with this interview which I'll get online soon. And um, if you haven't heard the Asphalt Valentine song that I've played already, I'll replay that at some point too. And you can check them out on Facebook, Asphalt Valentine, and then AsphaltValentine.com. And then it does look actually like the record label does have a website of uh, High Vowel Music, H-I-G-H-V-O-L-M-U-S-I-C. Talking to Joe Flint. Thanks for coming by, Joe. Ralph, thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. You have a good rest of the day. You too. So there's my conversation with Joe from Asphalt Valentine the other day. 
And now I want to turn you on to some of the music. You heard us talking about the new album, Twisted Road, from Asphalt Valentine. And Joe gave us an insight to the record and the band. Now it's time to check out some of the music. So I'm going to wrap this interview up and leave you with two songs from the Twisted Road album that Joe mentioned when I asked what we should play next. So I'm going to start out with the song Rain and follow that up with the song Shamefully, both from Twisted Road from Asphalt Valentine. Hope you enjoyed getting familiar with some new rock and roll. And let's hear some of the music that deserves to be heard now. I'm going to leave you with those two songs. Thanks for listening. <laughs> 